All right, so welcome back to Make It Plain Wayne, <laughs> where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and uh, I wanted to get back into this topic because I felt like I left a few uh, few dollars and cents on the table and didn't grab it up and finish it up. And this topic is nice guys slash nice girls finish last. And, um, you know, <laughs> I had to like, had to really think for a second. Is, is it so bad? Is it so bad to finish last? I mean, if this was a track meet and you watch the, uh, you know, gold medal winner, you know, he's in first, you're in lane eight and you get eighth or you're in whatever lane you're in and you get last place in the 100, the 200, the 400, you know, whatever it is, or, or the rankings, you know, the rankings come out at the end of this season, whoever wins the Super Bowl or the NBA championship, you're ranked, you know, eighth, you know, last guys finish last or maybe take 32nd or however many, you know, places there are. Is that so bad? Is it so bad to be the the last or the worst of the best? <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like here are the top, the chosen few, and of those chosen few, you're you're the last or you're the the bottom. You round out the bottom. Well, at least you finish. You finished the race. So I got to thinking, is that so bad? And I don't mean that in a way that you settle. It's just, well, I guess everybody's got somebody. So I guess I'll just grab the next person I see at the bus stop or at Subway or, you know, <laughs> wherever, you know, I'm going, you know, tomorrow. I Well, soon. Whoever I see when I'm hitting that elevator, when I go down, <laughs> that next person, if they're single, I don't see a ring on their finger or whatever. If I do see a ring on that, see a ring on their finger, you know. So, is it so bad to finish last? And one thing I have noticed, now this doesn't happen for everybody, but... There are people out there that have this same story. I just, you know, it just hasn't happened for me yet. Or I just haven't met that, you know, special lady. Or I, I just haven't met that, you know, special woman, you know. And, you know, ladies are saying that same thing. I just, you know, they're, you know, they're all in jail. They're all in prison. They're all married. They're too young or... You know, I, I wanted to date this guy, but he's gay and, you know, I wish him well and, you know, wish him good on his journey. And, and you know, same thing with men. You know, I just I'm always the last one to the to the table. I you know, all the girls I really wanted. Somebody already got with him. They already got kids. They're already deep locked up in relationships. They're happy. Um, you know, they're, they've lived their lives. They're just going so far forward. Well, I'm noticing that with the help of these online dating services and sometimes just the, the shake and earthquake 
of life, moving you into uncomfortable situations, trying something new, being single. Ah, I think I'll go to this party or I think I'll go to that party. You meet someone and you meet someone in your same predicament, your same situation, your same wavelength. And, and if any of you all are out there listening to this and you're listening to it just to pass the time and you are married or you are in a relationship, please have parties for singles. And I'm not saying you do this as a way to create swingers. <laughs> you throw a party for singles and invite some people, a chosen few that you think might be good together. Now, it might be a little bit risky because, you know, what if the guy that you wanted to hook up with this girl or the girl that you wanted to hook up with this guy goes off and, you know, hooks up with somebody else? You know, say you invite 12 people and of those six men and six women, six of those men will only talk to three of the ladies and leave the other three ladies out. Well, dang. Or vice versa. Let's say there are six ladies and these six ladies are all interested in two guys. The other four are just kind of trailing off to the side on the bench. So you never know. It, these things do happen to us. It's, it's in our DNA. It's hereditary. It's in the air. It's our pheromones. It's our energy. It's, it's our tone, our vibration. We, things we smell and, and don't smell. Um, even the decisions that we made yesterday will attract or repel a certain woman or man away from us. So I got to thinking, what if being last isn't so bad? What if you run into the person you really should be with because of that? And in some way, by default, seeing everyone that is on the pace that they're on allows your pace to shine. Now, if you're broken up and miserable and hurt and this message is just like dragging you down because you're just like, oh, but still, it's been forever. You know, I'm about to head to my 10 year reunion, my 20 year reunion, my whatever reunion, and I still don't have anybody. Everybody just passed me by. Well, I can't speak to your specific mind, your specific heart, and your specific reality and, and, and situation. I can't speak to that specifically. But I have seen people with gray that are older, had the kids, kids are graduating, find love. And if you didn't know this about me, I am a romantic. I will look for love. If I know you, I know you're single. I know somebody's out there. I think it's going to be good for you. I will try to hook you up. No, I'm, that's not a joke. I, I believe I am a Cupid. <laughs> My arrow is very sharp. I've done it before. And it's like when it happens, it happens. And it's beautiful. When it happens, it happens. But if you you know listen to my first and second videos, you know I talk about the friend zone and being thrown into the friend zone, and I talk about nice guys finishing last, you know, and and how there is a psychology behind it. There is a 
a, a world within the world of it, you know, and putting people in the friend zone and wondering why you're still single. That's, mm, I don't know. There's some education that needs to be learned there. And, and I don't know if I'm the right person to teach that to you, but letting good women lay off to the side while you're wondering why you can't have better. I just, I feel like karma plays a role in that. And you either have to find a way to look up and reach up and build yourself up to get up or stop neglecting what's all around you. So maybe it's not so bad to finish last. Maybe there's something there for you. And I see this all the time where maybe the person or people that jumped in first into that car, into that plane, into that building or whatever, they get to the danger faster. So if speed is everything, then how do we rate that speed and value that speed? How do you know how do you know that that speed is good for you? How do you know that speed is bad for you? But to take some time and learn and sit back. And our dynamic as people is so different now because of the way we're dating, the way we're we're moving throughout time and space and energy and there's so many different types of people now where it's not as simple as just the labels that we used to use. Being lazy, we do still use those labels, but it's not that simple anymore. It's not all about graduating from high school or graduating from college and getting married and cranking out babies right then. So that, you know, the wife can stay at home and raise the babies barefoot and pregnant. It's not that simple anymore. Women are CEOs. Women are leading and and driving companies now without any help from men. (laughs) Women. Oh, my God. I've, I've had. I mean, let me think. I've had maybe. Four or five bosses. Out of. The, of the, the last few positions I've taken, about four or five bosses. So maybe it's not so bad to finish last. And, and let me move to this next point here. There is an energy attached to the way you think, the way you feel, And what you have been saying about yourself. Now, I've always wondered this. You take two kids, the nature versus nurture. You take two kids, they're twins. If they were to be separated at birth and say one becomes the the president of the United States, the other becomes one of the most famous uh, mixed martial artists, fighters, fighters. and tattoo artist, you know, <laughs> that we've we've ever known. Or let's 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 play it a different way. Let's say you have those same twins. And excuse me, I'm a little bit under the weather. 
But let's say you take those those same twins and they're girls. One grows up and she grows up to be a tennis superstar, a, a Serena Williams, you know, if you will. And she's just a, a, a monster, a beautiful, dominant, one of the greatest athletes we'll ever see. The other twin is introverted, calculated, a no-name that works for NASA and leads us and guides us into the next frontier where we're not just visiting Neptune, we're going beyond. In a a year or so (laughs) as a flight. So how do we get to these changes and what causes us to make this change? What what is that energy that sits inside of us where in our mind we decide a thing and it becomes reality? And that's what I'm saying. We have to be careful. If you've been telling yourself ever since you're a little girl or ever since you're a little boy, nobody ever looks out for me. Nobody ever cares about me. Okay. You know, it's it's not necessarily the thing I want to just let go and drop off on your doorstep that the manifestation of your mind and your words become reality because some of you don't know how powerful your mind and your words are. And you've been speaking into existence exactly what you don't like and thinking on it for far too long. Now, if you were to take all that thought, that negative thought, I always get the ugly girl. I always get the ugly guy. Nobody ever really cares about me. Nobody ever really loves me. You are so focused on that and that energy and that thought that you have never thought to yourself, hmm, what if I uh, planted some different things in this garden? What if instead of complaining about the weeds in my garden, I actually planted the things that I wanted to eat? I actually planted the things that were delicious to me. I planted the onions. I planted the tomatoes. I planted watermelons. I have an apple tree. I have an apple orchard now. I have an orange tree. I have peaches. I have all the things that I desired. Why can't we focus on that? And why can't that be our energy versus what we don't like? Why would you spend so much time thinking about what you don't like? And here's the thing that should really mess you up. To see someone that has less than you or come from a less fortunate position than you And have twice as much as you have. Let's beeline it. You think this redneck piece of trash NASCAR racer isn't worth the the wheel that they turn to get around the, the, the track. And you think that this hood rat ghetto project section eight worthless low life that's now uh, 
<laughs> a football star and making millions that isn't very attractive should have far less and you should have more. Well, remember I was talking about energy. I was talking about the manifesta manifestation of your, your mind and your words. Well, what are they saying in their mind? What are they saying with their words? And isn't this the same thing that these movies have been telling us all these years is to think and speak what you want? Well, when it happens, why are we so excited? Why are we so excited? Why are we so surprised? When, when what we're thinking actually happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I mean, could, could it be that the thing that we're meditating on daily in our mind and speaking on is actually happening? So, no, you, you're probably thinking, well, Wayne, we're talking about nice guys and girls finishing last. Like, how does this have to deal with any of the things that, you know, I deal with when I'm out in the dating world and, you know, all the things that, you know, mess me up and the girls that cheat on me, the guys that cheat on me, that girl that was so wrong because we dated for a month and, you know, she, she doesn't want to see me anymore because of my dog or this guy was dating me and everything was fine until I told him I didn't want kids. Like, yes, there are some real situations and some real scenarios that will make people back away from you. But what I'm speaking on right now is how the record hasn't changed. The song just keeps playing and you keep repeating it. So if what you're saying about yourself and your life keeps happening, you need to start saying and thinking some new things. And the irony behind that is we never had a man on the moon before we had a man on the moon. We never had a, a Michael Jordan before we had a Michael Jordan. We never had a Serena Williams before we had a Serena Williams. We never had an Apple, an iPhone. We didn't have uh, this virtual reality. We didn't have a Matrix movie, a Star Wars, uh, a Marvel uh, Studios. We didn't have these things, but somebody spoke it, thought it, believed it, and worked toward it. Now, I know I'm speaking toward, you know, entertainment, but look at what we did. We put people on the moon. We have satellites that can look in and zoom in and look at the whole world. There are people who can zoom in and look at me right now while making this podcast. I've met some of them. That's how I know. <laughs> so why are we focused on this negative energy? If the story hasn't changed, you have to change it. That's what that means. You're walking out of the front door every day being stung by bees, complaining about being stung by bees. And then you say, well, every day I'm getting stung by bees. Choose another door. Or maybe it's time to, to call a beekeeper, get them out there, take that you know, beehive, whatever, you get some good honey. Lemons, lemonade. So it's time to change that energy. It's time to change that tone. And I've seen this in some of my friends. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen where they're just like, you know what? 
Why am I waiting on the person to make me complete? I'm going to go learn another, a second and third language. I'm going skydiving. I'm getting the dog I always wanted. I'm going to have three cats. I'm going to name them all characters from the Three Stooges. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to go to a, a country and just feed children. I'm going to go research things that I saw in movies or at the History Channel or Ancient Aliens. I'm going to go do that stuff because I'm interesting. I am interesting. I am fun. So I should be those things. Someone should not make you those things. Which is beautiful. Come on. That is beautiful. I want to plant a garden. I want to feed people that don't have it. Beautiful. I want to rescue dogs. I want to rescue cats. I want to, I don't know, raise pythons. Whatever you want to do. I want to write comic books. I want to cook gourmet soups. I want to go sing at retirement homes. Whatever it is you want to do, do that. Be in that energy, that good energy. Let everything come out of that. Let that be your son. But please don't let a person be that to you. Now, here's the double standard. I'm saying don't let that person be that to you. There are people who have lived and been married for 60, 80 years. One dies. And two days later, the next one dies. The wife dies, and you know, the, the husband dies two days later. Yes, we can grow into that kind of relationship, but that kind of relationship is so much deeper than what I'm talking about right now. At that point, after being married 60 years and, and being married 80 years, when you when you've reached your 80s and your 90s and you're scratching a hundred. The story you have with that person, you've seen every quarter of life. You've seen the fresh youth that lasts up to your 20s and, and, and up to 25. You've been an adult. You've created and nurtured life. And then now after 50, <laughs> you're now in a position where you are grooming and raising these people. And you are an uncle, an aunt, a mother, a father, a mentor, a leader. And now you have a company. You have people underneath you. You are leading and guiding people. And, and you've seen life in a way where now what you say actually matters. You can run for positions as a mayor. I mean, it changes from 50 to 75. And then once you get past that 75, you're in a position where now you're seeing your children turn into grandchildren. That's a beautiful thing. And the world might be different. The world might have changed a little bit <laughs> or a lot, um, especially in my grandparents' case, because, you know, they're uh, they're they're all gone. And I, I just have one left and she has seen everything. She she's seen, seen everything from from James Brown to, to twerking. <laughs> and we talk about it. We laugh about it. But you see so much. 
And then when you finally come to your rest and you join the forever and you go back to the earth and, and, and to the universe, what you've left when you leave that person that feels like they can't live without you, you left behind such a legacy. It's a lot different than what I'm talking about with nice guys, nice girls finish last. They've created that bond together over 60 and 80 years. What I'm talking about <laughs> is knowing who you are and projecting a strong and powerful energy. The, the same source that they use to revive you with in an ambulance when they clear psh, and they get that electricity, those pads out. It's beautiful when you finally see what you are and you see what you're capable of. It's a beautiful thing. So let's close this up here because I, I really want to slap somebody in the face with this information. And, and I want this to stick out to you in a way where you feel like, God, I really didn't know that. Or it, it just it surprises you, shakes you up a little bit, you know, a little stinger like, you know, wild hair up your butt. So we're talking about nice guys, nice girls finish last. Well, what about those people that end up dating and marrying that person you didn't think that they would ever be with? And this is what I mean. You look at this couple eating dinner together and you're like, hmm, I wouldn't have put them together. And you see a, I don't know, super macho, good looking guy with, you know, this girl that looks like, you know, a librarian type or vice versa. You see a lady that you think is loud and obnoxious and she's with this innocent, sweet looking little guy looks like a, a gap model. I love that. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I absolutely love that. And when you see those people together, you're just like, God, I would... I wouldn't have put him with her. I wouldn't put her with him. You know, she's like gorgeous. What is she doing with a guy like that? Or you look at this guy. He is like super, super attractive guy. Why is he with that woman? Like, why, why did he get with that girl? I love that. Because what that proves to me is that in that relationship, something was said, something was done or pass between them that is more valuable than our physical appearance. So they figured it out. They figured it out. There's some kind of swag. There's some kind of behavior. There's some kind of tone that they set early on where this person understands, mm, you understand this about life. And you understand this about me. You know how to talk to me. You know how to make me feel good. You make me feel right. Now, that is very hard to find in a person. So when you see them walking together and they don't match the, the magazine image, the TV image, or the, the thought and projected image that we have in our mind, when they don't match that and you see them together and they're happy, wow, That's, it's got to really mess your brain up. 
Because I know for me, I love it when I see it. I don't shrug it off. I want to ask questions. I, I really do. I want to ask questions. I want to know. So I hope that surprises you. I hope when you see it, it does surprise you. And it's like, whoa, whoa. That's amazing. I didn't, I didn't know that that's a thing. I see it all the time now. And, and you just have to open your mind and your heart to it. And you'll see it too. But maybe it's not so bad to finish last. Maybe you get to see all the mistakes made before you. So you can clean yourself up. And you can do this thing right. And, and maybe you look over to the right. You look over to the left. Oh, there's somebody there with me. There's somebody in the same position as me. But the thing is, it doesn't just happen when you're standing still. You have to be doing something. Usually it's when you're working on you, having the best time you can have. And moving forward, please don't sit at home and sit still. You want to watch your shows, your movies. You want to Netflix and chill. You want to catch up on all your favorite movies and anthologies. Great. But please don't sit in pity and despair. Be doing something. Enjoy life. And that contributes to your energy. You may have things about you that you don't want to explore that open you up to another realm, another reality of possibilities for you that make your life so much more amazing and beautiful and and, and full of joy and wonder, all these great things. But you got to go do it. You know, you have to go to those comic cons. You have to go to those wine tasting parties. You have to go to those big conventions. You got to come out of the house when those friends invite you to Cinco de Mayo or when they invite you to, you know, bike across the, the, the state or a half marathon. All these things that push you outside of your bubble. Do that. Do one. So you can say I did one. It's okay. What are you going to do? Think about what you didn't do the rest of your life? Go do some stuff. One thing I love about what they call the greatest generation before us is they just went out and did stuff. They didn't have TV or internet to, to market and publicize things the way we have them now. They were doing the things before it was even trendy or cool or made people feel a certain way. They would just go out and do it. They would just go out and build it. And and we didn't have the news the way we did, where it's repetitive, constantly feeding us. They just go out and do it. So I hope you do get slapped upside the head and see what I'm talking about as well. And if you see those couples that I'm talking about, don't point. Don't make fun. Don't make jokes. They're happy. Be happy for them. Because what if somebody was looking at you with the person you love and said you were the ugly one? How would that make you feel? When you make that person you're with so happy, that person makes you so happy. So what comes around goes around. What you reap, you reap what you sow. Karma. Karma, karma, 
careful. What comes around goes around. So, oh, this is Make It Plain Wayne, where we will heal, we will entertain, and we will build you up. <laughs> Hopefully I healed you today. That was more of the healing. And, and then build you up as well. But I hope, you I, hope, I hope you love me. I love you all. I just want to drop that message on you because I, I didn't feel like it was right to go through nice guys finish last, nice girls finish last without dropping those added, you know, those essential bonus pieces in there and explaining that. And I hope that helped. This is Elevated Friendship. Thank <laughs> you.